This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, I'm Dominic Patton. And I'm Anthony D'Alessandro. And this is the Deadline Podcast, Hawkeye, I mean, sorry, Hero Nation. Today, Hawkeye star Haley Steinfeld returns to talk with us about the season one finale. And there's a lot to talk about. Tell us what we can expect from the finale. What what can you tell us? Is it is it going to be Yelena and you, Thelma and Louise, going forward, jumping off that cliff? Jumping off that building. More like mm-hmm. the Empire State Building and part of her tourist uh, her tourist explanation of New York. Yeah. You know, with those two, yeah, I guess you never really know. I guess with uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you never really know anything is possible. Um, but yeah, I mean, with the note that we've uh, left on before our season finale, I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to you guys. There's a lot of assumptions that can be made. I don't, I will not... Uh, Confirm nor deny. But I think you're friends. <laughs> well, I yes, but friends is on a whole different streamer, my friend, not on this one. Um, so Haley, one of the things about this, I mean, of course, we know that Marvel are very hesitant to reveal any of these things. But for you, you know, when we talked earlier, you, you know, you 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 expressed that that this is, you know, this is something. There's constraints about what you can say. But for you, give us a sense of your satisfaction with this first season of Hawkeye. Now, we're all assuming there's going to be another season. Maybe it'll be renamed Hawk, uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye. But from your perspective now, leaning into the season finale, what's your feelings about the season? Uh, you know, it's been, it's been so amazing, truly, to sit back and watch and, and get to relive the experience with, uh, with the audience and, and my, watch it unfold myself uh, wow. weekly. Um, I, I love the show. I love the characters. I love, I love what they've created. I think that, you know, with the, the, every element from the, the music running through it to New York being such a huge part of it, Christmas and the holidays, um, and, and the sort of joy and complications that come with, with that time. Um, I think that it's, it's all, I don't know, put it this way. It, it, it all makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> Whereas when we were doing it, um, you know, might've been a little confused here and there with, um, with how quickly things were moving and, and with how, you know, changes were being made on the fly and what have you. But I, I am so happy with, with this show and, and, you know, how these characters have, um, you know, come, come to life. You know, one of the things that when you talk about come to life, I found very moving about the penultimate episode and this is definitely me flying my geek flag high, was when Jeremy comes across the plaque, which is so New York in many ways, you know, as someone who grew up there, so New York. But to see that, that this was like, there's a plaque of like, this is where the Avengers assembled. That really showed to me how this show both reaches back into the past of the MCU and clearly is moving towards the future. For you, you know, you look, you're very experienced in your career, Oscar nominee, and also, you know, Dickinson. Um, but I wanted to get a sense for you, what is that like to be part of that huge continuum, which, look, we're not going to put words in your mouth, but clearly this ain't going to be your last Marvel rodeo. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you know, it's, it's, uh, 
it's pretty wild. And it, it, it hits me in moments like the one you just mentioned. Um, and I've had several of those moments where I feel like, my God, I, I, I get to sit next to Jeremy and I get to talk about this thing now that we've done it. And it's, and, and we get to, um, you know, I guess say a little bit more than we got to maybe a week ago or the week before that, but to realize that he has been in this world for over 10 years. And, and I had the, the, privilege of, of running this whole thing with, with him running through it with him, you know, getting to, to show me the ropes of something he's been involved in so heavily for so long. Um, you know, and, and I've, I've also, I, you know, had moments where in seeing the reaction to this character and to the show, um, from the fans of the Marvel cinematic universe, it's a, it's a different, it is its own world. And I am so, I feel so lucky that I get to be a part of that and, and to have been so, um, warmly welcomed into this space uh it's it's pretty incredible but but the moment you just mentioned i mean yeah it's like it's like sitting back and watching it now and then realizing my god this is a this is this is a big deal this is a really this is a really big thing there's a huge foundation that's built here that that um has been around for a really long time and will hopefully forever you know Haley, tell us about working with florence i mean that was such a great scene uh, the girls, the girls' night out. Um, well, more like girls' night in 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 the apartment. <laughs> yeah, but was it was it something that did you was it like you guys only had a limited amount of time and you had to rush and and do this, or did you have your did you have time to play tennis with each other, so to speak, uh, in in working the scene and finding different nuances? Because it really is a great great discussion you guys have. Thank you. Uh, it's it's truly one of my favorite scenes, uh, you know, in, in in of the whole show, and I feel like one of my favorite scenes I, I I've ever gotten to <laughs> play through in general. Um, and you know, to be honest, I think that a lot of um, I, it's rare that uh, you're you're not um, battling a time crunch, uh, you know, in any project. I think, um, but with this, it was it was so amazing because not only were we given uh you know the time to like you said sort of play tennis with each other but but to see florence walk in and and sort of i mean i think we were so instantly on the same page of demanding that that time um because this was something that you know it's a very fun scene the banter is is so there and they're these characters they're quick and they're smart and 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 there's so much to it but it's um it's got a lot of depth to it obviously uh they're both in this to protect people that they love um but there might be a lot that they're they're not seeing uh and and um i think there's also this sort of craving for connection that they both have um that you know they sit and they actually really enjoy each other's company but they they know maybe they're not supposed to or they're not meant to that's not what this is they both have a task here <laughs> um and it is in fact not to become friends but um, I think that there is the reality that, uh, and they mentioned this in the scene that, you know, if they were to fight, um, Yelena would, would, uh, would probably win in two seconds. So they might as well, um, they might as well find a friend in all of this. Um, but yeah, I mean, Florence is just my God, incredible. Uh, and I had the best time. I was so excited about the idea of, of her coming on and, you know, I love Jeremy, but Jeremy and I had spent a lot of time together and I was ready for I was ready for some Florence Pugh. Um, well, I was going to say, I mean, and it, it, it's also, I mean, please, 
take this with all the flattery that's intended. It, it was one of my favorite scenes. In fact, one of my favorite scenes I've, I've seen you ever do because I don't know, Haley, if you've done much theater, but it was a very theatrical scene because it's literally the two of you on a set across the table. Like it, it could be a Beckett play, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I, I wanted to get, the, the idea is of course, it gives us a feeling that we're moving forward, that these are gonna be pivotal figures in the MCU going forward. And yet unlike so many times where people just kind of fall out of a building and meet each other and start working, you guys had time to build this. Do you feel like there's a lot of good building blocks for the relationship going forward to whatever Avengers or, or Kate Bishop LA or wherever this might go? I, I do. I feel that way. I feel that way about this show in general. I feel like, you know, with with Hawkeye uh, and with Kate Bishop, there is and always will be this this groundedness, given that they don't have these crazy superpowers, um, you know, that they are humans uh, who are, are able to achieve what they can based on on intelligence and human strength. Um, and so, you know, ultimately, they are these super grounded you know, the, the conversations that we have throughout this show are can be equally as absurd and wild uh, as they are real and emotional and 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 um, deep. Uh, so I do think that they're they're in this scene, there's this sort of foundation that is built between these two. And and like I mentioned, it's like they're 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 craving this connection. You know, they're both caught up in these worlds of, you know, high stakes and on the move and on the go and 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 um, you know. There's, there's still these young women who um, want to have a girls' night in over mac and cheese, uh, and and they get they get that in the midst of all of this craziness that they're caught up in. Well, Haley, we can't thank you enough. Thank you for joining us today. And I'm you know, Haley. By the way, I want to tell you, you are you are our only repeat offender. So we're we you know we're playing the long game on this. Like the MCU and Kevin, we would like you to become a semi-permanent regular on Hero Nation. <laughs> Thank you. So thanks for listening to this episode of the Deadline Podcast, Hero Nation. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss a single episode this year or next. You can find all of our breaking news coverage of TV, film, business, and everything affecting our industry at Deadline.com. Now, this is our last regular Hero Nation for 2021. Thank you for joining us. We have a special treat coming up this weekend, so you're going to want to stay tuned for that. Until then, happy Christmas. Happy New Year. See you in 2022. Bye-bye. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.